We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, thanks for joining us this Tuesday. I'm My Talk 1071 on the Lori and Julia Show. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, also on the My Talk app. June 23rd, for those of you who are keeping track at home, they say Tuesday, there is a lot of news to get to today. A lot of news lot. going on, that's for sure, for this productive Tuesday. And we're uh, well on our way to reaching our 80,000 goal for the Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund. We're working in uh, concert with Neighborhood Development Center, and we're at $68,624. Tammy and Andres. Andre just donated $100. Sarah donated $100. Louise donated. That's just like all in the last... Pam, Gina, Kathy, Sandra. I really mean, people good. are really generous. Thank you so much. And the money is going to rebuild minority-owned businesses on Lake Street, University, and Frogtown in St. Paul. Right. And so we're talking... With Julie York today, our matching sponsor from Rebath at four. We're talking with our favorite author in the world, Elin Hildebrand, uh, later this hour for her, I don't know, was it her 25th great oh, book that's set on Nantucket? 28 it's Summers. So good. So it's good. So good. And then Tony Ortega later in our show today, but we've got to uh, give a shout out to our matching sponsors for today, Alight. And Laura, you just mentioned Rebath, but mm-hmm. Alight is also a matching sponsor. We've had two. I mean, people really came um, through our our partners, our advertising partners and yeah. marketing partners, and said, "I want to, I want to help." So thank you, everybody. Oh, Joy, I just got some news on Facebook from my neighbor, <laughs> Holly. She just found this out, and I said, "You can't tell me another thing. You have to wait because we have lived. I have lived for stories about this person, Butter Patch." The cat, the cat. that oh, yeah. I have had a yard what? war with protecting bunnies um, <laughs> for 12 years has passed away. Oh, and is I feel sad. I feel it is, it is because oh. it's an Aussie cat, which I think looks like a cheetah. It, it is. They look like wild cats, but there's no wild cat DNA. And I don't know what happened. I'll have to ask my neighbor because oh, Aussie cats live usually like. 15, 16, 17, 18 years, and Butterpatch was only 12. Run over or something. Oh, that cat was too devious to be run over too by fast. a car. Too fast. Too fast to let the car. I just had another yard war with Butterpatch last, like, Thursday or Wednesday. 
And and your yard words are when you go out screaming, get, get, get away from the bunnies. My neighbors have seen me in all manner of dress (laughs) because I dart out of my yard. Trying to save the bunnies. Yeah, and last week, uh, Butterpatch was like right under our picture window where a bunny is currently having a little... It's a little place where he takes a nap or something. I don't know. It's like a teenage bunny. And I a mean, a little bunny den. It was a bunny den. And mm-hmm. I mean, the way Butterpatch ran out of the yard, there was nothing wrong. So I don't know what happened if there was a sudden illness, but I really, I really am going to miss this cat because it was my kind of friendly kind nemesis. Of- <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and when your arch nemesis yes. departs, I'm, oh, what, what am I going to do? What are you, you going to do? Well, I mean, you're going to have this, bunnies for days. And, and, what, and let me tell you, just three weeks ago, Butterpatch absconded with a baby bunny, and I was too late. I wasn't keeping watch, and you're all I so saw, funny. all I saw, I was, was too late. No, the Butterpatch alarm didn't go off. That baby bunny, Lori. I saw. Remember, my friend came over with her dog, and it did the same thing. And I yeah. was just, I was like, that is so violent. Yeah, I don't anyway, want to see that. Feel real bad because that family, you know, twelve years. That's a long time for your a, pet, and usually cats do live longer if they're indoor cats. Yeah. Oh, this is an outdoor cat. Yeah, so I, I think the life expectancy. We'll just do to accidents, other things. Right. It, it's usually a little shorter than indoor cats. I mean, only. last summer our neighbor had a party, and Butterpatch, <laughs> who knows me, knows my voice. I love it. Who knows? All right, wait. No let's ask Holly. She's a cat person. Yeah. Holly, do cats know other people's voices? Yes. Even if they don't see them. Okay. So I'm. You're the screeching lady. Get out of there! I'm standing underneath a deck out in their backyard, uh-huh. and Butterpatch is up on the balcony, looking ready to pounce pounce on me. I had to I move. I see you through the slats down there. Lane. I had to move. I was like, uh, I said to my neighbor, "Do you think I should move?" And the she's cat's like, giving me the evil He's eye. giving the Butterpatch. I'm now in in her space. <laughs> she wants to chase me out of the yard. I'm going to just move over here to the grass. Because you're her nemesis. Yes. And her eyes. Exactly. Oh, no. It's like, oh, there's that that creature that gets in the way of my of kills. My right. And you know, and I've that got. That person's big and loud. I want to get away. And we've got some nice shrubbery for the for the bunnies to go hide, hide in. They have a lovely nap in. And Butterpatch is and- just prowling around, prowling. I, I'm really going to miss that damn cat. I know you are. This say. is sad news today. And I'm not even, you know, like, uh, you know, in love with the cat like Lori, the family is. Lori, of course we know this. Yeah, I know. Because I I really enjoyed your, our wars. Yeah. You know. It's like Tom and Jerry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Butterpatch and Lori. Oh, Lori. Oh, my gosh. I know. But don't the bunnies eat your um, flowers? They are welcome. To eat my flowers. I have mostly baskets and perennials. Okay, so they don't like that. Cause, yeah, and yeah, the whatever, bunnies would attack my lilies at my old place. Yeah, yeah, they're welcome to anything okay. in my yard. That's how I feel about a city yard. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyone is welcome. Come <laughs> through, cut across my yard. Think about that, but you know, the yeah. animals. And, yeah. You know, so. Well, I have the um, the rat of the bird species has followed me. For, to my, the grackles? Yeah. Honestly. Are and they my, in your tree? They are. And I swore my neighbor loves birds and was feeding them. I said, you have to be careful. We're going to get the rats of the tree community or the bird community coming. Yeah. And so 
There's a lot of grackles in Woodbury. I don't I don't know if we're on I their think migration. The grackles schedule. are mad. It used to be farmland and now it's suburbia. <laughs> so again, you are encroaching on their turf. <laughs> oh, I know. I know it, but I I'm noticing a lot more bird poop and I'm like, oh. oh. Yes, they're just rats. You should see what my dad has at his lake. What does he have? He has he has like um, crouching hyenas, or maybe they're supposed to be wolves, <laughs> all along the water, and they they're kind of in a crouching position, and the wind blows them. They're so realistic to keep geese. Oh, off of his land. Off of you know pooping oh. down by the lake and oh, stuff. Oh, I kind of love that idea. Oh, does it work? Well, they work, but they're absolutely horrifying. You look out <laughs> the window and you think, "Why is a wolf creeping across the yard every time I go up there?" These three, and not to be confused with the little boy that was fishing for so many years, still there. <laughs> you when know, it, you've seen those little little boys off the end of a dock, Holly, with yeah, the fishing stick. Yeah. Yeah, my second husband got a this jet ski and he let my sister's third husband <laughs> keep track. Yeah. Take it for a ride, even though he didn't want to. And but he had to be nice. He had to be nice. Mm-hmm. And the He's third pr- husband of my sister mis- mixed up the gas and the brake oh. and came sailing out of the lake and decapitated Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> the little boy fishing, fishing, and there but, he sits without yeah. a head. Well, the no, statue. it was a clean, <laughs> it was a clean break, and so my dad, like you know, gorilla glued it or did something, and Thomas has you know a slightly misshapen oh. head, and and this I remember a little bit to the right. My second husband was just like had his hands to the side of his head, just going no, you know, and the jet, brand new jet ski just big gouges in the bottom. <laughs> I was like, whoops. <laughs> oh, well. Would have hated to be the guy who did it. Oh, I mean, mixing no. up gas and brake. Oh, no kidding. But I just, I do love that story about Thomas. Oh, Lord. Oh, All right, listen. Um, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you want to donate to the Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund, go to mytalk1071.com, keyword neighbor. That's right. And we'll be putting that And even if you can't use. spell it right, it'll come up. That's right. <laughs> and Holly, thank you. I love Tom and Lorenzo. Uh, they have a great, you know, fashion and beauty site. And they posted, and you shared it with us uh, on our website, this gorgeous gallery of vintage mid-century Ebony magazine covers. And of course, so gorgeous. Ebony has been serving up, you know, black beauty and glamour since 1945. But it's interesting looking at the cover stories. And the headlines of them and, you know, just like, whoa, even the lens of Ebony was like through the lens of a white person as far as like some of the headlines, how they were. Yeah, how they were written and the context in which they were written. written, That's why it's super interesting to look back. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so thanks for that, uh, for posting that. And then um, I was just curious, you know. uh, about what was going on with the crown season four because things so many things have been delayed or what's going to happen with tv shows Lori, and it's been a day since you brought up anything royal yes so this thing <laughs> well this thank is God that this you're back to the way your mind works 24 yes. 7 on the royals okay. um well we got one little tidbit because okay. half of season four was filmed oh all it right. was shut midway due to the lockdown so it is it is 
expected that we won't see the fourth season until mid 2021 because of that instead of getting it like in right November, they won't even December. give us half of it just as to tease us they're going to deliver all like eight episodes at the same right. time okay so what we can expect though in season four is that um apparently and this is going on right now is it is going to be a um diana versus camilla Oh, in season oh, oh, oh. four. And well, this will be a juicy one that I, I'm there for. And it will be a juicy one in terms of the costume, because we think of the clothing of Princess Diana. And you can't really think of anything about Camilla as far as fashion. No, she she dressed like she's a hunting woman, a huntsman. Y- yeah. A huntswoman. And I guess it was that. Um, Is that a bad description? But she's a lot of tweed and a lot of. She's very sporty. He is sporty. very sporty. And one of the things we're going to see because I'm the horsewoman type of sporty. That's right. Mm-hmm. One of the things we're going to see is that Diana had made it clear by the uh, Camilla's 40th birthday party. She did not want to be civil to Camilla, and she knew that her husband had Was continued his relationship. And instead of the traditional kiss hello, Diana just simply shook hands with her. And that's how everyone so that's knew. So everyone knew how at she that felt. party, right? That, that 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 was it. That she knew because they hung out in knew. the same circles, and it was so horrible for Diana that she knew that her husband was in love with this other woman. That's right. And then he kept. Then they kept inviting her to. She came to their damn wedding, and they hated each other. Yeah, Camilla hated Diana. I, and so, of course. And then I always think about how young Diana oh, was when she all 18 this. Or, what Nineteen. Was she? Nineteen. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. super young. Super, super young. Yeah. So anyway, that's just a little tease well, on the crown. That's good to know. And then as far as um, the top TV shows this last week, uh, Into the Night, that crazy show about the plane ride that they're trying to outrun the sunshine that's killing everybody in the world, that's still in the top 20. Mm-hmm. People are watching Breaking Bad that have never watched it. I, I stopped with my mom at season four. Oh, you got to go back. I could go back, but here's the question. The Last ladies, Kingdom is uh, right in the middle. That's been that's been a top Utrid. Utrid of it's so good, but wait, ladies, um, it's time to fess up. Didn't you have an assignment? We I were, thought we had the whole week. We had the whole week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just checking. Okay, you so set we, the parameters. I'm just checking in. Okay, so for by 365. Okay, by yeah. Friday, maybe we'll know. Through, we get through the weekend. Oh, so now it's a week. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will promise that I will watch it before the end of the week. I watched Perry Mason last night. Oh, Wasn't and? it good? It was very good. Love a Los Angeles noir, noir. Yeah. show. Yeah. Yes. Even I with started, the angel flight, you know, that little tram, which that takes uh, a storyline. And I think like last season on Bosch, oh. that angel flight, that little trolley. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And um, good. I'm glad you liked it. It was like uh, HBO's highest um, viewed show since Dark Objects premiered a couple summers Sharp ago. Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects. Mm, the miniseries. Yeah. Um, um we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Lori, the show that you were telling us all to watch, and I don't know, Holly, if you watched it, Cobra Kai. Oh, 
which Love was the show. YouTube. Did you did you ever no, watch the we YouTube? Watched six episodes and then I, we didn't want to pay. For All right, so the it extra. is being moved up the ranks to Netflix. Yay! So the series spent two seasons in its YouTube's Karate Kid series called Cobra Kai. It's fantastic. It's, a, it's an updated story about the the kid. The kid, isn't kid. it? You're yeah. the best around. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so so it is being moved to YouTube. No, you, no, it's I moving mean, to, from to from you. YouTube to Netflix. Thank you. So people will have more access at that. The other show that I'm that Casey and I are watching that is just a, a sci-fi time traveler called Dark. Have you guys heard it? it uh, heard about it? It's a German uh, science fiction thriller, and people like are. It? Bi- I do like it, and the third season is coming like at the end of June. So. People are kind of excited. They're still watching Money Heist, Julia. Oh, yeah. Uh, what I We Do in the Shadows, White Lines, Killing Eve, and Bark Skins. Now oh, that From sounds interesting. Nat Geo. Hmm. I don't know. That's what's happening in the TV world, everybody. All right, we'll be back. We do have a little bit more TV news, so we will come back. Now, as promised... A little more TV news here on Lori and Julia. Oh, as promised. People have been sitting there waiting with uh-huh. bated breath. What else are these girls going to tell us? Well, okay, so here's a couple of things. So yes. Jimmy Kimmel was trending all day yesterday yep. for a couple of reasons. Uh, first of all, you know, he uh, announced, you know, last Friday that, you know, his Thursday or I guess his uh, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday night show was his last and he wouldn't be back until September and we were just like, wow, that's, you know, seems weird. But anyway, I don't know if these two are related. He's saying it's not, but he was trending all day yesterday because um, of uh, he had done this character in blackface, Carl Malone. I guess yeah. he's a Laker. And he did this Carl Malone impersonation on his radio show with Adam Carolla and then on the man show. So people were finding that a lot of it was coming like, I don't know where, like DJ TJ, which is what um, Kim always called Donald Trump Jr. He like fired off the first salvo, oh. you know, saying, oh, these hypocritical yeah, liberal yeah, yeah, yeah. hosts, whatever. So that was trending. And then lots of people jump on. You get the bots jumping on. And he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. And then they found a clip of a time when Megan Fox was on his show talking about when she first got cast in Transformers and telling a Michael Bay story. Which, you know, I mean, she got fired from those movies. Michael Bay was awful to her. He's a very sexist. Awful uh, man. Awful man and blah, blah, blah. And um, so Megan Fox issues a thing today on Instagram saying basically that the story, this clip that was going around where Jimmy Kimmel was kind of laughing along. She wasn't 15. She was 19. She wasn't washing a Ferrari in a bikini at Michael Bay's house. She was on the set doing it and she was 19 or 20 because then people were like, Oh, here's Jimmy Kimmel going along with, with the, the underage girl, the underage girl. Uh, yep. And she just basically, uh, you know, just said, basically like she's experienced a lot of sexual misogynistic BS in Hollywood. Sure. And she also did what many people do on a couch embellish a story. Okay. So she She's said that. It. Okay. So she said yeah. that. And I'm just paraphrasing. Yeah. And then Jimmy Kimmel, um, after like 24 hours of this, he mm-hmm. did apologize um, uh, to say he said that. Uh, I thought this was interesting. 
He said, I've long been reluctant to address this because, you know, a couple of weeks ago it was Jimmy Fallon. Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, this has been coming. People are looking under everything to see what have you been guilty of right. and what have you done that's been people are, that you wouldn't have done are, now, but maybe you did yep. 20 years ago, whatever, 10 years. He said, I've been reluctant to address this as I knew doing so, so would be celebrated as a victory by those who equate apologies with weakness and cheer for leaders who use prejudice to div- divide us. That delay was a mistake. Yep. He said, there's nothing more important to me than your respect. And I apologize to those who are genuinely hurt or offended by the makeup I wore or the words I spoke. And then he went on to say that, um, you know, this, taking the summer off he was going to be doing that and he also um shared the story um about how when he was on k k rock in the mid 90s he had a long time reoccurring part of carl malone that then he brought to the man show he said i imitated all kinds of people snoop dogg and eminem and dick vitale and oprah and and anyway so he said, I, I think I've evolved and matured over the last 20 plus years. And I think that's evident to who watches my show. I love this country too much. I won't be bullied into silence by those who feign outrage to advance their oppressive and genuinely racist agendas. Because he was really getting bot trolled too yesterday. Oh, okay. I mean, there was so much botting going on. It was unbelievable. Because it. it it was just at the top, like for 24 hours. Do you know how long that is? Yeah, that's a long time to stay in number on one. On Twitter, yes. yeah, which yes. has the um, attention span of not very long. So so anyway, and I kind of did think last week we would have heard from him to apologize about this. But, you know, that's that's all right. And, you know, and then Tina Fey, um, she has, uh, in cooperation with uh, NBC, is polling... Um, like four or five episodes of 30 Rock where they had people in blackface. Right. Jane Krakowski. Um, and John Hamm. Yes, said. John Hamm was yep. one of them. And so she and the co-creator wrote a note asking Hulu and what other platforms 30 Rock is on to re- remove these specific episodes. They They didn't call it blackface, though. They called it race-changing makeup. And they apologize for the pain that they cause. And um, we thought it's best to take the race-changing makeup episodes out of circulation. And it's not an intent to have a free pass for white people to use these images. So no comedy-loving kid needs to stumble on these tropes and be stung by their ugliness. And I think maybe the reason she used the race changing right, we makeup were, we were talking about that is on um um unbreakable kimmy schmidt and maybe on 30 rock um they had characters who were, were be, pretending to be native american yeah that's what i was gonna say because so, race changing could have been just is, not is that not gonna black. be the new word been, you know american yeah. um native americans it could have been brown you know it could have been different or if people doing asian or right, something like right. that so anyway uh so they've done they've done that there's like uh six no, four episodes of 30 Rock. No word on the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. So anyway, um, 
That is on the heels, of course, the Gone with the Wind with wanting to put the disclaimer in about that. And some people are calling out Tina for creative word playing blackface by calling it race changing makeup because it takes the teeth out of it. Right. Well, I just thought it was because there were other characters that they were, you know, the four, the yeah. four, those were rock. Those are all yeah. blackface. I don't know, Lori. I mean, I don't Holly, know do you do. think that takes the teeth out of it? I guess I thought like with Julia, I, I didn't just feel know like... the specific episodes. Right. If she was addressing other characters, taking on other races and it wasn't just blackface but it's just blackface it's just for 30 rake 30 rock excuse me all right so but maybe she's getting ready for the kimmy schmidt maybe she is i i i don't know so some people were yelling at her about that but i think it's a good um i think it's a good thing it's a good call to make even if the context of the comedy was to put it in the words of tracy morgan punching up at the white devils because mm-hmm. that was a lot of like 30 rock you know was i never watched it oh you didn't no i missed out on that whole i'm gonna blame my kids are you yeah because i feel like that was that time period when i was all in yeah that show was something else <laughs> very, was all in. <laughs> very very funny but uh anyway so that those are the two things going on the kennedy centers announced today that the december event that they usually tape to honor the kennedy center honorees is not going to happen till march of 2021 yeah we need a vaccine yes, we need we do. a vaccine fauci said today he, he thinks by the end of 2020 i, I never heard he him ve- express that optimism no very encouraging mhm that just and it just was updated too so, so I'm hoping between all the money that's being thrown at that, so that there's the like a hundred and how many companies, different companies trying to come up with it. We just hope we're getting closer. Yeah, mm. I know. So One the Kennedy Center, yep. that means there will be um, uh, two ceremonies in 2021, one in March and one in late December, because they also will, are trying to do the Mark Twain uh, thing yes. in late December that that honors a comedian. So Roger Friedman said uh, Dick Van Dyke is in his 90s. He can't oh. wait much longer. What are you doing, Kennedy Centers? And also he's, uh, a lot of uh, black actors have not been on Kennedy Centers, like Denzel Washington, right. Dean Warwick, Gladys Knight, Sam Moore. So he's giving them ideas. Okay, so we got to go because we are very excited to talk to really our favorite author in the whole wide world, Elin Hildebrand. Her latest book is 28 Summers. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, we have a treasured summer tradition um, joining us. Ellen Hildebrand is joining us, who is just without a doubt our favorite author. Once again, you're amazing writer, 28 Summers. We didn't know every year we go, how are you going to top summer of 69, which was last year? And then you do 28 Summers. Ellen, thanks for being with us. Hi, guys. I'm so happy to be here. You are like a treasured summer tradition because I feel like this is like our 12th year in a row of talking to you for each, you know. I know. It feels like it. Yeah, it does feel like that. That's amazing. It probably probably true. We've been together a long time. We have. Okay, give everyone the setup for the book, 28 Summers. Okay, so the setup is the same time next year. It's based on the movie with Alan Alda and Ellen Bernstein. that came out in 1978, I think. And the premise is that my couple, as young people, 
on Nantucket in the summer of 1993, and um, they decide that they're going to conduct a one-weekend-a-year affair. They're going to get together every Labor Day weekend, no matter what, on Nantucket. And the no matter what proves to be extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. And the thing <laughs> yeah. uh, And, okay. Keep so going. Our, our, girl Mallory, our girl Mallory is unmarried and remains unmarried throughout the book. But Jake uh, marries his high school sweetheart, who in 2020 is running for president. She's a politician, and she's running for president. Um, and so that makes it complicated over the course of 28 years. They end up, they each have children, and um, they have jobs, and, and things Things just really get in the way, but, um, you know, they make a promise that they're going to do this no matter what. Well, and, you know, you are such a great storyteller. Oh. I mean, your stories are rich. We love that they're in Nantucket. You write beautiful, complicated characters. Yeah. And, I mean, you're just your books are just such a delicious treat for us. Thank you. You know, this one, and then we, and then we read um, that 28 summers has been optioned, optioned. And and then on your Instagram, you're like, who should we cast as Mallory? Who should be Jake? Oh my gosh. How excited are you about this? (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, you know, you guys know this. Hollywood is kind of a cool mistress. So any number of things could happen, but I feel good. The um, producer for this is the same woman, she produced Charlie's Angels, and she is producing Kristen Hannah's novel, The Nightingale. Oh. Um, so she's, she, yeah, she's the real thing, and she's very excited. She wants to do an epic love story, um, you know, sweeping. She, you know, we've already, t- we, she and I talked a little bit about casting, insofar as we're not going to do two ages. We're going to pick one person and right. have that person like start out looking very young and then end up looking well, a little bit older. Look at how well uh, Mandy so Moore we, does it on This Is Us. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it'll be something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought, oh, it would be so fun just to sort of think about who could possibly be in the cast. But um, yeah, so hopefully, like once things are back to normal, uh, we can get a writer and start rolling. It'd be so much fun. Um, Ellen, I want to ask you, because I think this... Part of the storytelling in 28 Summers that was so compelling is that each summer or each year that you talk about, you write, you know, okay, 2002, this was what we were talking about at the top of the chapter, and it's sort of music or political events or song, I mean, songs I already trends. said, that we were reading the yeah. trends, I, that, I love so that part of it. I know. Well, I wanted people to be able to place themselves... Um, in the year, because each year, as you know, had its own personality. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, in the movie, what they do is they do a video montage between the years, and the video montage is like news clips, etc. And I thought I could do that. Yeah. In the you know in a book form and write about the things that were happening that year. So that's where I you know I basically stole the idea from the movie and thought you know what I could do that and make it more interesting. Um, you know, because I would do, a, you know, more than just the politics and more than just, you know, the wars. I would talk about the other things that were going on. Yeah. There I, were a lot of fun things that made me laugh, like, oh, yeah, that was that year. Oh, yeah, yeah I got yeah, yeah. that. The book is 28 um, Summers. Elon, Ellen Hildebrand is with us. We love it. Now, I we have read from um, a recent interview that, you know, you usually do a summer book and a winter book and that your last winter book is coming out this fall, October 6th, Troubles in Paradise. And then 
what's going to happen? Well, the winter books are going to come to an end, okay. as far as I know. Okay. That, that is really my choice. I mean, you guys probably know I'm just a crazy woman. <laughs> I mean, two books a year has got to be hard. Two a year. Yeah, yeah. It is hard. It is hard. So I'm, I'm going to cut back to, to one book a year for now. And, you know, I really hope that something gets made. I have other projects I, that I can't even talk about yet that are in the works in Hollywood. And I'd like to get something made so that... So that you're not even really feeling the absence because you have something that you can binge, you know, and, and that that would be, and I, and I would be, you know, executive producing that. So that will take up my extra spare time. That's got to be so exciting for you. I mean, because Lori and I, you know, when we started doing this and started taking charge of her career, like I'm going to do movies and, and it, all Lee Lee and Lori, Lori, it all started with Wild. It all started with Wild, you know, yeah. um, Cheryl Strayed. And so I love that you're taking charge and you're, because these the, you know, these, any of your books could be them. TV series or movies, any of them. And they would be TV or movies yeah. would be lucky to have that come to the big screen is, you know, I certainly hope. Yeah, I certainly hope it gets I mean, you know, you guys do cover a lot of Hollywood. So I know that you understand, like deals fall through. You have to have the you have to have the producer. You start with the producer and then you have to have the studio and then you have to have a director and a writer and the, and the talent and the money. And it's just um, a lot of balls a in lot the of air. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of balls. So I'm really hoping that uh, I have three projects go- that are in the works right now, and I, I just want one of them to be made. And so I figure, like, those odds are probably pretty good. Yeah. I would say. I remember the Identicals, I know, is uh, one of those. Yeah, the Identicals. Project. So the Identicals was, was bought by Hulu, and then Hulu passed on it. And after a year of developing it. So that was, like, really crushing, and yet at the same time, that kind of thing happens all the time. Now, it's, it's totally possible that um, they will revisit, like, if something else gets made as a big hit, that Hulu will come back and be like, oh, we are going to make this after all. So right. Mm-hmm. And I want to tell people about, you know, following you on Instagram, because you read a lot of books, like we read a lot of books, but you, and you have made a lot of great book recommendations. And one of them we just Thank had you. on yeah. Susan Elizabeth Phillips for her book, Dance Away With Me. And she is, her sister lives here in Minnesota. And what a delightful woman she is. Oh, nice. Oh, great. I know. I love to recommend. And I almost always do books by women. Every once in a while, I'll throw a dude in there. But I love to recommend uh, books by other female authors because I feel like, you know, if I'm not going to talk about it, who will? So it's using my platform for good. That's awesome. And Ellen, we actually might be able, maybe maybe we're going to come to Nantucket uh, in the fall because uh, everybody's Europe plans have been canceled and the Hildebrand effect in, <laughs> in Nantucket is really going to be in full force. <laughs> okay, well, drink corn me, ladies. You know that. We know. We oh, know. Gosh. Uh, Ellen, <laughs> you, I don't know how you do it every year. Thank but you really, for a great book. You're just 28 Summers was just a delicious and I highly recommend any of your books. And follow you on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And we thank you. All right. Love you guys. Be safe. Okay. Yes, we'll talk to her for Troubles in Paradise coming out in the fall, too. Okay. We'll be right back. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 
Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home, or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.